You heard me say it, and I believe it wholeheartedly, that if you lead with identity, everything else will follow. But I've had the experience in my work of coming in contact with individuals who want what follows, but aren't willing to lead with identity. It used to bother me and I could not figure out why they did not want to lead with identity. Then it dawned on me that people think that doing identity work means that you're broken. When in fact, it has nothing to do with brokenness and it's not an attempt to fix you. Identity work is about coming in alignment with who you are and not fixing, but honoring who you are and building a brand that is most authentic to who you are. So if you're ready to leave with identity and become a supernormal superstar, visit YourSupernormal.com right now and let's do the work. And let's talk about guilt. Why do we feel guilty about some of the things that we do? Sometimes we only feel guilty about some of the things that we do because we were told, we were taught, we were trained, we were conditioned to believe that some of the things that we did were wrong. Now, I'm not here to say right, wrong. I'm not here for all of that. But here's what I'm saying. Sometimes guilt is only attached to the conflicting beliefs that are in your life. The conflicting beliefs that are in your life. See, there are times in our lives that God begins to take us on a journey. And when God takes us on the journey, he is teaching us who he is personally to us. Now, here's where the conflict comes. Because many times you're going to learn in this journey that as God begins to teach you who he is and who you are in him, Many times it's going to contradict some of the things that you were taught and told throughout your entire life. Today is a great day to start your own podcast. Whether you're looking for a new marketing channel, have a message you want to share with the world, or just think it would be fun to have your own talk show. Podcasting is an easy inexpensive and fun way to expand your reach online. Buzzsprout is hands down the easiest and best way to launch, promote, and track your podcast. Your show can be online and listed in all the major platform directories like Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and more within minutes of finishing your recording. Podcasting isn't hard when you have the right partners and the team at Buzzsprout is passionate about helping you succeed. Join over a hundred thousand podcasters already using Buzzsprout to get their message out to the world. You'll get a great looking podcast website, audio players that you can drop into other websites Detailed analytics to show how people are listening, tools to promote your episodes, and more. So, start your show today by using the link provided in the show notes. This lets Buzzsprout know we sent you, and it gives you an opportunity to receive a $20 Amazon gift card, as well as 
It helps support our show. What's up, everybody? You are listening to the What Now podcast, where we discuss ways of effectively addressing life's most difficult moments. What's up, everybody? My name is Clifton Pettyjohn. I am the established voice of transformation. I teach individuals how to revolutionize their life through purpose identification and execution. You are listening to what? The What Now Podcast. That's right. The What Now Podcast, where we discuss effective ways of facing life's most difficult moments. And if you've listened to the show at all, you understand that we have matured beyond identifying these moments as difficult They are not difficult moments. They are defining moments. Why are they defining moments? Because we took back our right, our authority, and our responsibility to define those moments and not allow those moments to define us. We no longer get stuck in moments. We understand that every moment we face, there is purpose inside of it. There is purpose around it. There is purpose within it, all right? So we understand that. So we understand that it is our right, as I said, our authority and our responsibility. And the key word in that is responsibility. We have taken back the responsibility for our lives. We've taken back the responsibility for the lives of those that are connected to who we have been called, purpose, and designed to be, all right? So here's what's up. Yesterday, I was at the bus station waiting to catch the bus to the train, the train to the plane to get here to Atlanta, all right? On my way to the bus station, I had a conversation with one of my cousins. It blessed me. And when it blessed me, it sparked something inside of me that made me want to record today's podcast. Well, I get to the bus station. I'm sitting out there. I'm inspired. When I get inspired, I get hyped. As you can see, I'm very expressive when I talk. Therefore, I felt like I need to record this now. I got to get this thing out of me. So I thought I hit the record button on my phone and I started to talk. And as I started to talk, man, that thing got good to me. And I'm sure the people that were at the bus station probably were wondering, what is that man doing over there? Why is he moving his hands? Is he talking to himself? Does he need help? Does he need to be admitted? What is going on with him? But what they didn't understand was I was going through a process. I was going through a process of revisiting some areas of my life that sometimes I had tucked away. Sometimes I don't like to discuss. Sometimes they bring up some hurts and some pains and some anger and some frustration and some rage. And You know those moments in our lives, those things that we say are dead and gone, but I remember somebody used to say they're not dead and gone. They're in a coma waiting for the right experience to wake them up. And some of us think, that it's a bad thing when they are awakened. No, baby, it's not a bad thing when they're awakened. It just means now it's being brought to the forefront. Now it's time for us not just to recognize those situations, but begin to deal with those situations from the vantage point or the space that we now reside in. Some of you, there are circumstances and situations in your life that you may still have a little bit of fear of facing. But what you have to understand is, that in the space that you are in now, in the dimension that, that you are functioning now, now, you don't just visit that dimension 
every now and then. You don't just visit that space every now and then. You reside there now. And because you reside there now, your mentality has changed. Your mindset has changed. Your heart has changed. Your spirit has changed concerning you. You've had a paradigm shift concerning it. So therefore, now it's time for you to face it and address it because now you can face it and address it from a place of healing, a place of understanding, a place of covenant, a place of revelation, and a place of transformation. So now, what are we going to talk about today? What was it that was so heavy and so pressed in your spirit on yesterday that you had the people ready to call the cops on you because they just couldn't understand what was going on out here in this parking lot? Okay, so uh, I was talking to my cousin and we were talking about guilt and she was talking about how guilt had her for so many years. Um, the stage or the state that guilt had her in for so many years. And we were talking about another family member and how they were struggling with guilt and what it had done, what it does to them. And uh, as she was talking, I just started to begin to think. And I was like, Lord, you really have brought me a long way because I remember when guilt used to cripple me. I remember when guilt used to uh, paralyze me for, you know, I, I use those terms literally. I remember when it used to perplex me. I remember when it used to have me ready to curl up in a ball in a little corner. I remember when it had me walking around crying and just crying and crying and crying. I remember when it had me feeling like there was no way, no hope, no how. I remember when it had me feeling like no one loved me, including myself. I remember when it had me feeling as if God had just forgotten about me or God had given up on me or I had made so many mistakes in my life that there was no way possible that I could bounce back from the last mistake. I remember those days. I remember those days being depressed. I remember the oppression behind it. I remember suppressing some of the feelings that I was having. I remember feeling as if I had no outlet. I couldn't talk to anybody about it. Nobody would understand it. All they would want to tell me was pray and trust God. You got to pray. You got to believe God. And it wasn't that I was not praying. It wasn't that I didn't believe God. It was I did not understand how to destroy this kingdom in my life that I had allowed to be established since childhood, since childhood, since childhood. See, there were some things that are going to require some more in-depth work for us to, uh, for us to progress beyond it. For us to progress beyond it. Why? Because it took years upon years upon years for that kingdom to be established. As a health and wellness coach, Gordon Walker Jr. assists his clients in losing weight, gaining weight, or just being fit. He also helps with meal plans. You can reach him at 302-990-8907 or you can visit the website at numa24.goherballife.com That's numa24 at goherballife.com
and we're handling a kingdom as if it's something that just began or begun or just begun. Yeah. And the reality is it's not anything that just begun. It can be traced. And with me, I traced it right in that conversation. I was tracing it back all the way to elementary school. I was tracing it back from elementary to middle to high to my, my 20s to my 30s. And I'm 40 now. So I was tracing it throughout my entire life. And I was realizing that it wasn't until I got off that hamster wheel that I kept giving the momentum to go around over and over and over and over again. It wasn't until I got to the space and the place where I understood, I understood that I was greater. Now hear what I'm saying? That I was greater. I was greater than what I was allowing myself to experience. I was greater than that. Why? You know, I want us to understand something. There is a false sense of humility that has been taught to some of us. And we, that, that false sense of humility has locked us up our entire life. It is not humble to put yourself down. It is not humble to always think so low of yourself. Now I want to ask you a question. The Bible says, and I don't want to get too deep into it because we're on the podcast, but the Bible says that God created man in his image. He created us in his likeness and his, in his image. Okay. So therefore, if he created us in his likeness and in his image, how does he get glory out of us putting ourselves down? It makes no sense. It makes no sense. It makes no, and we do it sometimes in cliches that have been adapted or adopted over the years. I was talking to uh, Michael Weston, uh, my pastor. I was talking to him and I was telling him how uh, I realized a few weeks ago I was doing a uh, BFF session in the reform. If you don't know about the reform, uh, check in the link. I'm going to link the reform so you guys can go over there and check it out. Powerful, powerful, powerful. Anyway, so I, uh, Elliot Carlisle had got on there. And if you know, Remember me talking about Elliot, if you follow me to Transformation Radio, Elliot is the one that ignited and, and brought about the memory of the power of my voice and the power of conversation. So it was from his show, Destiny Conversations, that Transformation Radio was birthed and became, uh, we started out calling it purposeful conversations, and now we say organic conversations. But anyway, he had got on. And we were talking and everything. And then he got to a space where he said, you know, he started giving me compliments about where the journey he had watched me go through. And I always joke when people do that. I'd be like, yo, I'm a G. Don't try to make me cry. And I always do that. And the reason why I do that is because moments like that make me uncomfortable. They make me very uncomfortable. And the reason why they make me uncomfortable is because sometimes I struggle with that, that humility, uh, or the sense of humility that was taught to us to make us feel like we can't take, uh, credit for a compliment that's given to us. And some of us use this cliche. Oh, to God be the glory. To God be the glory. I get it. And God is being glorified. Why? Because he created you. 
Therefore, anytime you are doing what he called you to do, you are bringing glory, honor, and praise to him. So I get it. I do get that. But you also have to learn how to receive some compliments. You have to learn how to receive and hear the good things that you do. Some of us have been so conditioned to hear the negative things that we do that when we hear the good things that we do, it causes us to cringe. That And that's how I was. I was cringing. I was like, okay, so what do I do? I don't know what to do next. I don't know what to do next. Some of that is traced to guilt because every time somebody attempts to give you a compliment, every time somebody attempts to praise that which you are doing, every time somebody attempts to praise the God that's inside of you, you go through the thought process of, well, I just made this mistake 10 minutes ago. Yesterday, I made this mistake. Last week, I made this mistake. Last month, I made this mistake. Last year, I made this mistake. When I was 12, I did this. When I was eight, I did this. I remember being five years old in kindergarten. I stole somebody's cracker. You start going through all of those things. You start reliving all of those things. And I'm sure this may not be for everybody, but I'm sure I know that it's for some of you. I know it's for some of you because of the burden that I felt concerning this. We have to learn how to let some of these things in our lives and most of these things in our lives go. We have to let it go. Why do I have to let it go, Cliff? Because if you never let it go, you don't grow. You don't grow. You don't grow. You don't grow. I'm going to say it this in this sense. You don't grow to the capacity that you need to grow to. You don't grow to the capacity that's connected to your purpose. You don't grow to the capacity that's connected to the, the, the design that the creator has for your life. You already know how I talk about stagnation and that stagnation is not, it's not, it's not that you're not producing, but it is producing at a level that's disrespectful to our creator. It's producing at a level that's, that's disrespectful to the greatness that's inside of us. And anytime we keep submitting to guilt, we then submit to that which is less than the greatness that is inside of us. And let's talk about guilt. Why do we feel guilty about some of the things that we do? Sometimes we only feel guilty about some of the things that we do because we were told, we were taught, we were trained, we were conditioned to believe that some of the things that we did we're wrong. Now, I'm not here to say right, wrong. I'm not here for all of that. But here's what I'm saying. Sometimes guilt is only attached to the conflicting beliefs that are in your life. The conflicting beliefs that are in your life. See, there are times in our lives that God begins to take us on a journey. And when God takes us on the journey, he is teaching us who he is personally to us. Now, here's where the conflict comes, because many times you're going to learn in this journey that as God begins to teach you who he is and who you are in him, many times it's going to contradict some of the things that you were taught and told throughout your entire life. And if you are not careful through that process, now guilt begins to be established because as you are walking in your freedom, now the bondage that once you once identified as freedom is trying to call you back to where it was 
but you don't want to return there, but you feel like you have to return there because you feel obligated. I sound a little preachy today. But you feel obligated to what was told to you. You feel obligated to what was taught to you. So because you feel obligated to it or you feel obligated to that person or you feel obligated to that establishment, you feel obligated to it. Now you have a conflicting belief system or two conflicting belief systems colliding inside of you. And one is trying to overpower the other and you're fighting on this side one day, but then on the other side another day. And because you have those conflicting thought patterns, those conflicting behaviors, those conflicting experiences, now you find yourself feeling guilty about a freedom that God is attempting to give to you. You find yourself feeling guilty. You find yourself, and I'm going to tell you how, how serious the thing, thing gets. You have moments of peace. You have days where you experience peace. Shoot, you might even have a whole week where God is introducing you to the peace that surpasses all understanding. But even in the midst of peace, your mind is telling you that you need to, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute, something's going on. This feels too good. This can't be right. There's no way possible this can be right because this feels too good. And because it feels too good, there's no way possible it can be right. So what are you saying, Cliff? And all that I've said, my main thing that I want each and every one of us to understand is that we have to learn to let some things go. We have to learn to allow God to deconstruct our belief systems, our patterns, our behaviors, our thought processes. We have to allow the deconstruction of that because God can't establish anything great or greater in your life until he tears down those things that you ultimately don't believe. Have you ever found yourself being conflicted because you uh, you are part of a system that believes one thing, but then you get home and you start having conversations with yourself, or you might have conversations with your spouse, or conversation with somebody that you trust, and you come to an understanding that you honestly don't believe that. And it's not that you don't believe that because you just, yeah, they, you just want to be rebellious. No, you just came to a greater revelation of who you are and who God is. Today is a great day to start your own podcast. Whether you're looking for a new marketing channel, have a message you want to share with the world, or just think it would be fun to have your own talk show, podcasting is an easy, inexpensive, and fun way to expand your reach online. Buzzsprout is hands down the easiest and best way to launch promote and track your podcast. Your show can be online and listed in all the major platform directories like Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and more within minutes of finishing your recording. Podcasting isn't hard when you have the right partners and the team at Buzzsprout is passionate about helping you succeed. Join over a hundred thousand podcasters 
already using Buzzsprout to get their message out to the world. You'll get a great looking podcast website, audio players that you can drop in the other websites, detailed analytics to show how people are listening, tools to promote your episodes and more. So start your show today by using the link provided in the show notes. This lets Buzzsprout know we sent you and it gives you an opportunity to receive a $20 Amazon gift card as well as it helps support our show. And anytime you come to that greater revelation, that greater revelation, it is going to cause conflict within you. Now, here's the thing about guilt. Guilt also brings about confusion. Now, I think the word says that God is not the author of confusion. God is not wrapped in confusion. Therefore, you have to begin to trace, well, where is this guilt coming from? Where is it coming from? If it's not coming from God, ultimately, it's coming from the enemy within, the enemy within the kingdom within that has been established. So what what do I need to do then, Cliff, if, if, if that's the case? I always encourage therapy. I'm always going to encourage therapy. Therapy revolutionized my life. Therapy helped me get in touch with some of the areas of my life that I had disconnected from. It brought back memories in my life that I needed to have in order to progress to where the creator was taking me to progress to where he was taken to me. And I believe you need to have professional therapy. Why? And I don't think you need to know the person personally. I don't think you need to have a relationship with them. You need to have somebody that can make you call yourself on some of your own patterns and behaviors that you've allowed to be established. And I'm going to tell you, the more that you talk that out, the more you have those conversations, the more freeing it will be to you. Then. Sometimes you need to change your own conversation as it relates to yourself. In my book, From Stagnation to Transformation, I have at the end some affluence confessions. You need to be doing daily affirmations or confessions over your life. And I can admit, I haven't been consistent with those, as consistent as I used to be with those. And now I'm realizing as I'm talking to you, I got to get back to that because you have to begin to replace your old vocabulary with new vocabulary. You have to begin to replace your old experiences with new experiences. Every time you want to go negative about yourself, you need to give yourself two positive thoughts about yourself, two positive experiences about yourself, whether they came from another person or from yourself. Tell yourself what it is that you like about yourself. If in the beginning stages you're having a problems being able to do that, then you need to have an accountability partner or partners that you can call and say, yo, I'm thinking thoughts that, that are lower than me. I'm really thinking these things about myself. It's causing so much pain and hurt and fear and rejection and hatred yourself. I need you to tell me two positive things that I've done for you or that you've witnessed personally about me or tell me two things, two attributes that I have that, that you see that are valuable. Now somebody say, 
You don't need to depend on other people. Sometimes you need that community in the beginning. Now, don't let it become the crutch that you never kick because sometimes you just need them to speak that into your life. That's why you have to make sure also you are around the right people. You don't need somebody. I don't call them pity parties. I call them cliff parties. Why? We have to identify them for what they are. Ain't no pity party. It's a cliff party. It is the lower part of me attempting to gain control once again. No, baby. I've caused you to come up. I've caused you to level up. I've caused you to live in a new dimension. So now we are residing here. So when it comes to those clip parties, there are certain people that I can't call in contact. Why? Because I say, yo, man, I just feel like it's not even worth it. This isn't changing. That isn't changing. Man, I feel you. I know what you're saying. I get it because, man, it's the same way with me. And I get sometimes, you know, people need to vent. We all have our times we need to vent. But that's not a venting moment. That's a moment that you need somebody to pull you where you need to be pulled to. So you don't need to call them. You need to call the one that you avoid sometimes, that you don't want to talk to sometimes, the one that gets on your nerves sometimes, the one that holds you accountable, not judges you, holds you accountable. You need to call them and allow them to speak life into your life until you build up that muscle memory once again to where you can speak it into your life once again. And sometimes you'll go through seasons where you're speaking it, they're speaking it more to you than you're speaking it more. Then as you continue to level up and level up and level up, then it'll be an equal amount of time. And then before you know it, you no longer are depending upon their voice because now you have reconnected with the voice inside of you. And as you reconnect with the voice that's inside of you, now you begin to understand who you are even more. And you'll understand that you're greater than the guilt that you've allowed to reign in your life. You're greater than all of those things that you've allowed to reign in your life. It might not be guilt that you're dealing with. It might be self-hatred, whatever it is that you're dealing with. It might be rejection or the misidentification of rejection. Go back and listen to that podcast as well. But I want you to understand you are greater than the situations that you are allowing to hold you hostage. You're bigger than a moment. Really think about this thing. For me, I can trace some of the areas of my life that I stayed stuck in, <clears throat> excuse me, in my early 20s, all the way to teens, to five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten 10 years old, okay? I can trace it. And now that I'm looking at it from a different uh, vantage point, I'm like, Cliff, how did you allow that moment, excuse me, to run your life 10, 15, 20, 30? Years later, y'all let it go. It's okay. It had to happen the way that it happened. I know it didn't make sense to you. I know you feel like you could have handled it better. I know all of that, but it happened the way that it needed to happen. Nothing happened by coincidence. Nothing happened by mistake. Every decision you made, everything you walked away from, everybody you walked away from, Everybody you walk to, you walk into their lives. They walk into your life. They walk out of your life. It all happened for a reason. And if you change just one circumstance, you wouldn't be who you are today. God knew this. He knew it, baby. You don't have, I'm Cliff, I'm working. I'm, I'm going to get there one day. Stop saying that. Change your language, baby. You are right 
where you need to be. You are right where the creator needs you to be so he can get the greatest glory out of your life. You are positioned where you need to be positioned. I don't care what you are doing right now, what you are facing right now, you are positioned where you need to be positioned. And the question now is, what now? What now? What are you going to do with what you have right now? What are you going to do with it? Are you going to put it off another day? Are you going to take advantage of every opportunity, every moment, every defining moment in your life? Are you going to take the right, the responsibility and the authority to define it and not allow guilt to define it? You are not guilty. God has set you free and he set me today to be the voice to free you to understand that you are free to be you. As I always say, create a great day, walk with purpose, and by all means, execute your vision. Peace. Many people define stagnation as not producing. And I understand that. But let me add a little weight to the definition of stagnation. Stagnation.